Town. En Vela Vela. ¿Eh? Se llevó. ¿Eh? City Campus. Was the city best? Hamaboy was the best. Where? City. Sejero. You're progressing. You're going forward. Okay. So everywhere you had a great time. I'm happy about that. We also had a great time in Belavila. Now, today we had the highest attendance ever in Belavila. It was awesome. Yeah, last week, uh, yeah, like after the service, we get the leaders, we get together for a meeting and we strategize for the next uh, service. You know, we set goals. And, you know, we went far beyond our goals, you know, with attendance. I think we went over by 14, you know, over our goals. And we, we had a stressing, so we just went over. And, uh, you know, the seat that, the chairs that we normally stack up, we had today to bring them down, you know because it was a great attendance yeah, and uh, great salvations too. Yeah, people who got saved. I'm telling you that visiting people during the week works. It really works. And I want to encourage every campus to really do that. As a cell group, you know, have a goal that this is what we want to do. Yeah, uh, so in, in, in Bilabila Tuesdays and, and Thursdays, you know, going out there for, for follow-ups and also for evangelism. Telling that is just paying dividends in a big way. Yeah, that, uh, uh, yeah, I think soon we'll just have to, I mean, the place where we are now, it's now getting smaller. We just have to go to our building, you know, uh, because it's great. I gave them that if we can hit a target uh, three times in a row, definitely we just have to move to the, the bigger building. And so, uh, you know, so it really works. Yeah. And, and, and now we, we are running, you know, like today we were we're we having, you know, leaders meeting after the service. So we're running short of venues for the cell group. And guess what we'll be doing? Yeah. Uh, people are, I mean, we're, we are, when we're doing evangelism, we're seeing people, you know, under the lights, under the pole, blow me let go. Yeah. And guess what? We'll be, that's where we're having our cell group this week. Yeah. So... On Tuesday already, we're making an appointment, you know, that we're phone, phone, 
you know, our hole, you know, under the light. Yeah. We're going to meet there for a cell group. Yeah. And then Vale Vadulanka, we're going to meet there. You know, uh, you know, and uh, I'm telling you that it's, it's so wonderful to see what God is doing. Yeah. And so it's so exciting, you know, excited. And as we start the Christian Growth Seminar next week, I know that is going to be Chaka Block. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, God is just doing a great work. So I want to encourage all of you in, in your campuses, set goals for every Sunday. Review every service. Eh? You're supposed to review every service. You know, review every service. How did we fare on Sunday? Yeah. And where did we fail? Where did we miss? And uh, what are our plans? What are our plans for next Sunday? And so throughout the week, you'll be working on that. We want next Sunday, we want to reach that goal. Yeah. I'm telling that it works. You, know, we'll, you will reach the goal. Amen? Amen. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm telling that the church was so different. The atmosphere was so different today. Yeah. It feels good when the church is full. I'm telling you, it just feels good. Yeah. And so I, I, I want to really you know, encourage you to do that. See, what works for me, now I'm not stingy. I want to share with you yeah, that, you know, it will wa also work for you in all your campuses. Amen? Yeah, so uh, let's do that and see God working by his spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, are you ready for the word? Let's do our confession. I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church influences Saturday. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills their calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak for the word with power and with anointing. Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word today in Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Shake your hand of somebody next to you as you sit down. Tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord.
Now, let's turn our Bibles to James chapter 1, and we're going to read verse 21. Now, we are still continuing with our series on being spiritually minded. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible talks about uh, that last week we saw that God says that when he's coming back, he wants our bodies to be preserved. You know, I mean, uh, that we be preserved how? Spirit, you know, soul, and bodies. You know, that in our, in our spirit, we should be uh, preserved. In our souls, we should be well. And also in our... Uh, our bodies, you know, that we should be well. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, we thank God. You know, I'm, I'm so happy to uh, get testimonies of uh, our people going out there and, you know, being invited to minister different uh, churches. It's a blessing. A blessing. Pastor Luis was ministering in Whitbank this morning, Emma you know, and uh, I hear that it went very well. Yeah. And uh, also, Mrs. Padu was ministering you know, uh, this morning, and, and I, I guess that it went very well. Yeah, it went very well. And last week, this is Joyce. Yes, eh? Oh, yesterday, Kobotoka. This Joyce was ministering Kobotoka yesterday. Yeah, and uh, that is great. And, you know, who else? Last week, Mama Shatula was ministering, you know, at uh, Botoka. You know, it's a blessing. Yeah, to be able to go about and just preach the way. Yeah, I mean, you are receiving so much of the word, you can't keep it to yourself. Yeah, and uh, you have to really uh, spread it. And I see the results, different people ministering in different campuses. You know, it's a blessing. It's a, it's a sign of growth. And that's what we want, you know, that we would grow. Hallelujah. You know, Baha, cook a couple's dinner. Baha Moroka. Baha Moroka ministered so powerfully at couple's dinner. You know, that was, that was great. And we have, I mean, people uh, ministering. This is Catherine was ministering last Sunday, eh? two weeks Sunday, the city campus. That was great, you know. And today it was Sarah Moloto who was ministering, and I hear that it was powerful, you know. And uh, all the lady pastors was there. Machikanda, Miss, uh, Mrs. Popila Chikanda, uh, was me last Sunday. Wow. You know, and 
uh, you know, who else? Who am I leaving out? Oh, Pastor Marapiano was ministering at Bochum this morning. Hey, I'm telling you, I can't keep up, you know, really to, to see, you know. And it's wonderful uh, to grow and to be able to, you know, go out there and to, you know, God use us in different ways. Eh? You know, it's wonderful that we need to be doing the ministry that God has called us to do. Amen? Yeah, yeah it pleases my heart. Yeah, when I see people just excelling out there, it just pleases my heart. Hallelujah. Have you found James 1, verse 21? Yeah, what does it say? Put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. Oh, it's a wickedness, it's an alleging rampant wickedness. Eh? And receive what? With meekness. What? The implanted word which is able to save your soul. Now, when God says, therefore, put away uh, all these things. If you if you look at verse 19, the Bible tells us uh, it shows us here that we need to be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. You know, for the anger of man does not produce righteousness of God. The slow uh, the the anger of man does not produce righteousness, yeah. and it says, therefore, you know, this is what we need to be, to be doing. Verse 21, uh, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. You know, put it away. And instead of that, after you have put that away, what should happen? Receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. So the word of God is able to come in into our lives, and when it comes in into our lives, what does it do? It saves, uh, it saves our souls. You know, the word saves our souls, it, 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 it changes us. Now, the Bible says that uh, it saved our soul. Now, last week we saw that there is, I mean, all in this series we, 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 we saw that it's a difference between spirit, soul, and body. You know, that we are a spirit. We have a soul. We live in the body. Remember that? Uh, that I am look, I'm not really looking at, you know, the real you. What I'm seeing is the body, you know, but the real you is inside. You know. And some people say that you see a soul of a person through their eyes and uh, that 
you know, you see, you know, when you see, look into the eyes, you can be able to see what is inside that person. But anyway, that's not what I'm talking about today. Uh, and, uh, but what I'm talking about today is uh, the soul and the spirit are different. We have seen that. Uh, that when I get born again, what happens is my spirit gets born again. My spirit is changed. When I come before God and I say, I surrender my life, I give my life to you, God. Now, at that time, what happens? The dead spirit that I was carrying, God changes it. You know, it it's like, it's more like uh, God, you know, do away with that spirit. And now God gives me a brand new spirit. My spirit is born again, is changed you know, in the inside. And now, when my spirit is changed in the inside, you know, I'm a new person. When the Bible says that if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. You know, old things have passed away. Behold, all has become new. You know, the new has come. Now, that's what happens. Our spirit, what, what, did, what does God do with our spirit? He crucifies it. He, he, he just destroys. It's, it's, it's good for nothing. God can't use it for anything, you know. And so God just do away with that old spirit, and he gives you a new spirit in the inside. You, know, you are now having a new spirit in your heart. And uh, you, are new, you, are, you are a new person. You are a born-again person. But your body is still the same. Eh? You know, all the marks, this, this alone, we'll still see there. But you are born again. Have you seen people that are born again that are still having, uh, uh, you know, scars? Yeah. And uh, when you got born again, your scars did not disappear. Yeah, they, they are still there. And so your body is still the same. Yeah. Are you with me? But now, uh, and also, you know, one thing also that happens is that your soul, is still relatively the same. But now, your soul needs to change. Now, our bodies, uh, we, we have already seen that your body gets subjected to your spirit. Uh, that now, since now that you're born again, your spirit must take the lead. And, and what we see now is that your soul follows whatever is strong. Yeah. And all the time it has been following the body. You know, the cravings that the body has been having, the soul has been following there. Now that you're born again, uh, when your spirit gets strong, your soul now will begin to follow uh, the spirit. Now, the soul, uh, it's, 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 it's relatively the uh, same, 
but now it needs to, it's in a process of changing. And it's a process. It's not an instant thing. When you get born again, an instant thing happened. Regeneration, what do you call regeneration? You are changed just like that in the spirit. But your soul is not changed. And now the Bible says here that receive with meekness the implanted weight that is able to do what? To save your souls. Now, this saving, it's not here referring to uh, the born again experience. This experience is not talking about the born again experience. Why? Because James was writing to people who are already born again. So the born again experience has, be, has been sorted out already. You know, that people are born again. James is writing a letter to people who are born again. People whose spirits are regenerated. You know, people who have received the life of God. He's writing a letter to such people. But he says to them that receive the word of God that is able to save your souls. Uh, now, what is he referring to here? He's saying that your soul needs to be transformed. Remember uh, Romans 12 verse 2? You know, uh, from verse 1, do not be conformed to this to the to the standard of this world, you know, but be ye what? Transform, you know, by the renewal of your mind. You know, and so we know that the mind is in the soul. It's part of the soul. You know, the mind is part of the soul. So God says that renew it. And then we also saw that that renewal is metamorphosis. You know, it's a transformation that happens. You know, just like a caterpillar uh, turns into a butterfly. You know, an egg it starts as an egg, but it is metamorphosed. Eh? It's metamorphosis. You know, it changes. It moves from one uh, form to another and a form that is different. Now, here, God is talking about exactly the same thing here in the book of James chapter 1, verse 21, that receive the word. The word of God is able to change and to transform your life. You know, when we're having a meeting after the service in Bila Bila, uh, you know, I said this to people, you know, like when we, we gather, we're having cell. You know, now because uh, it is outside and, you know, uh, we had to tweet the agenda of the cell, you know, so, so that we'll be able to, 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 uh, to have a maximum impact and, and to those people. Now I was saying to them, I said, please remember that these are not perfect people. These are not perfect people. And so, and then I said to the leaders there, I said, you know what, 
don't focus on the wrong things that they might still be doing. You turn a blind eye to them. Yeah. You, you know, turning a blind eye, what does it mean? You, you have an eye you know, that is seeing, and you have an eye is there, but it's not seeing. It's blind. So when you look at them, don't look at them with the eye that sees. Look at them with the blind eye. The blind one, you know, that is not seeing. And that you, you, don't, you don't focus on that. Your main emphasis is to get them, get the weight into their hearts. You focus on getting the weight. You know. And why? Because when you get the weight, the weight will do transformation. It is the weight that will transform people. Look here, I cannot transform anybody. Yeah, and when I try to transform anybody, I will dismally fail. Yeah, but when I get the weight into your spirit, I get the weight into your spirit, the weight will transform you. You will be changed by the word of God. And you know, many years back, we used to really trans uh, uh, look at uh, uh, how we, you know, we should change people. You know, trying to, you know, put laws that you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. Yeah, and and you know, and that failed. It never went. Yeah. And uh, but now we need to come to a point whereby we get the way. Let me tell you, the reason why people fail is because they don't have the weight. Yeah. And also, that's why we encourage people, I mean, when we come uh, to church, make sure that you receive the way. Because you can be in church and still not receive the way. In Mark chapter 4, we are told that the devil is after only one thing. And that is what? The way says the seed that, that falls on the pathways. The birds of the air come in and steal the way. And uh, the rocks, you know, hinder the weight growing. And the thorns choke the weight. Everything is after the weight. Yeah, so that's why, you know, when you come to church, Hear the word. Listen to the word of God. Don't be tired of the word of God. I should be speaking three hours. The word of you should be sitting there and just receiving. Because that's what will transform your life. Are you with me? Yeah. And uh, and and you you, you know. Uh, Satan will remind you things. Some of them are legitimate things that you should have done uh, during the church service. Right in the way, he will remind you. When you're supposed to be focusing on the way, he will remind you. Uh, like what happened with me on Friday? Yeah, I put my watch 
uh, on the charger. And, uh, you know, anything, anything that you put on the charger, don't, don't leave it on the charger. Because now it begins to, uh, you know, to kill the battery, by and large. Of course, there are uh, other things like, you know, iPhone, they, they, are, they are head, the head of the charger. It's meant that when the phone is fully charged, it, it switches off. It no longer charges, you know, to avoid that. And uh, so I'm not sure about other phones, but I know of iPhone, you know, that when it's fully charged, that's why when you touch it, it's no longer hot because it has switched off. Yeah. So, so every, every time you use the, the iPhone charger, your battery will never die. It will never come to a point whereby a battery dies. Yeah. But a battery uh, becomes smaller and smaller because of what? The, the, the problem is leaving the phone on the charger. It becomes full, and then uh, you leave it there. Even the computers, your laptop, you leave it on the charger and until it's fully uh, uh, fully charged and you leave it there, it starts it start now to destroy the cells of the battery. And all of a sudden, your battery no longer lasts you longer. But if you would just make sure that you never, you know, leave it, uh, 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 you know, on the... On, on the charge, your battery will always last you longer. Uh, I, I, I remember my, my, my old phone, you know, uh, for whatever reason, I plugged it on, you know, these plugs now, they have the USB uh, port, and so you just plug it there without using the head. Hey, and the battery went. You know, my phone now, and when I realized that the problem is I'm not using the head. And so, uh, how did I come into that? Friday. Yeah, I was just checking if you are following. <laughs> so Friday, yeah, here we are. We are starting with the prayer meeting in Bila Bila, and guess what I remember? I left my phone, my watch on the charger at home. And nobody's at home. I can't phone anybody. And, uh, and, uh, and then I forgot it. And I knew by, by now it is it's fully charged. And now that began to bother me. Now I'm supposed to be praying. I'm supposed to be concentrating. And then here, of course, it must be the devil. I, you, know, <laughs> you know, who would remind me that time? Yeah. And then now I don't know hey, what am I going to do. Yeah. And then I said, I can't do anything. I better forget about it. I'll just salvage whatever is left, but I will forget about uh, it. And uh, I just sent a message on our family 
Chato. Whoever arrives home first, please, you know, go and unplug my my watch and 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 so forth. So, but now what I'm trying to get is it is it is when you are supposed to be hearing the word, when you're supposed to be uh, concentrating on God, that now uh, thoughts come in. The devil will bring something that now you begin to worry about it. Because he does not want you to receive the word. He knows that the entrance of the word will transform your life. And so, uh, that's why we would be in a service and uh, you find people are, are concentrating on so many things, are just focusing on so many things. Yeah. Now, that is the best thing. The best thing in your life is to hear the weight, receive the weight, yeah. and let the weight come into, let it come into your, your spirit. And when it comes into your spirit, it will transform you. It will change you. you know, your life will just be transformed. Amen? Yeah. And so, uh, so that's what should happen. And now, God says here that receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. Now, the, that word save is, is, is the same word that is used in Romans chapter 10, verse 8, 9, and 10, you know, save, sozo. Yeah. And, and here he's talking about the total change, everything fully restored, everything perfect. Yeah. And so the word of God is able to save your soul. You know, it says here the implanted word, which is able to make whole your souls. Now, it is important to receive the word of God. And when you receive the word of God, the word of God changes your soul. Now, do you know that some people, I mean, a soul that is not healed, that is not whole, that is not right, it will always hinder your spiritual life. All the time. So that is why we need to make sure that, you know, my soul is whole, my soul is well. And uh, let the way deal with, with me, with my my soul. Like, if, if, you, if you have fear, where does fear uh, come in? In your body? In your mind. Your mind is part of your soul. Yeah. So now, if you have fear, yeah, you might not receive from God because of fear. So it will hinder your spiritual life. If you have a wrong understanding about uh, maybe something, it will hinder you from receiving the word of God. And so, we need to allow the word of God to come into our lives and 
uh, we allow the word to bring that wholeness, that saving, you know, that healing in our soul. That our soul must be right so that we can live right for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you getting me? Yeah. And so, the word of God is important in our lives. You know, exposing yourself to the word does good for you. That is why uh, I, I love listening to the messages. You know, I love listening to the messages you know, that I will study. When I study, I get the word, uh, I receive the word, but I also listen. You know, I get into my car. Uh, if I am not with anybody, I listen to the word of God. You know, I listen to the message. Uh, I, I like doing that. Now, today my drivers were not available, so I was driving myself to Villa Villa. And so, uh, going there fine, I was praying, you know, right through. But when I came back, I was just listening to the messages, you know, listening to the word. Uh, all the way, just, you know, uh, listening to the word of God. And, and the word, I know that it's changing me, it's transforming me. You know, it's, it's, it's a busy working in my life. So never get tired of listening to the word of God. The word of God must be important in your life. Because it is the way that, that is able to save your soul. It's the way that is able to bring a transformation in your life. You know, you, 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 want, you might not see it that, wow, it's happening. I'm being transformed. But uh, you are being transformed. You know, I mean, the next time you look at yourself, you say, hey, you know, things are different now. I am no longer the same. You know, things have, uh, have changed now. Uh, why? Because the word has transformed you. There is no way that you can receive the implanted word and that your soul remain the same. It is impossible. Now, coming back to our meeting, so I told people, I said, you know what, expose uh, the people to the way. And the way it will change. The way it will transform their lives. You know, the weight will just do a work. And that is how we grew in God. We grew in God by listening to the word of God. Really, I, I, I take the word of God serious in my life. Uh, all the time, I, I value the word of God. I take it serious because I know that this is what will save me in my life. This is what will take me forward in my life. And uh, you get the word, listening to, uh, to the word of God. Now, Pastor Theo says that there are messages that he listens, the messages on faith, particular uh, messages that, that uh, so often, you listen to many other messages, but uh, so often he will listen. He at least makes sure that he listens to that kind of message which is a faith-building message uh, because he knows that faith comes by hearing. 
you know, and hearing the word of God. And so, if you need healing, listen to the message on healing. You know, the scriptures. Uh, Pastor Theo has a good message and a book on healing, right? Healing scriptures. And uh, get that and listen to, to them over and over. Yeah. Also, when you are sleeping, just let it play. Let it play because he's doing something. Amen? I remember uh, Pastor Manfred, at one time he was in hospital, in a coma. You know. And so uh, I drove, I went to see him in hospital, you know. And, and, and so what happens is, uh, you know, Pastor Amy and some leaders, they organized the MP3 and they loaded messages on healing. Different messages on healing, a number of them. And they went to the hospital yeah, and they put it on his uh, ears. And uh, I mean, he was in a coma. And they, they got the weight, you know, listen. Uh, and so all the time, 24 hours, seven, all the days that he was in a coma. The weight was just going on, going on. So they would go there, maybe change the batteries and you know, so forth, and, but let the weight go on. And you know, he came out of a coma, you know, uh, because it's the weight. And, and the weight will get into the spirit, the spirit will be strong. And so the weight does an internal weight in our lives. It does. And so, uh, if you are alone, don't say, I am bored. I don't know what to do. Get the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Fall asleep listening to the podcast. Let it just continue. Don't say, I don't have time to uh, listen to the word of God. But, you know, have, have time, uh, listen to the word of God at times when you feel like you want to, to, to get the word. And, uh, you know, obviously if you are with your spouse, you know, don't make that as an excuse of not giving him or her attention, right? You know, and so... We should have talked about this at the gala dinner. <laughs> but anyway, you know, uh, when now you feel that, okay, I've given him attention, I've given her attention, you know, now we're sleeping, you can get your earphones, you know, put them in and go to bed with the word uh, playing. I'm telling you that the, you will be a giant spiritually a spiritual giant. Yeah. And, and more especially if maybe you are at a point whereby maybe you need God's direction, you need, uh, you need to use your faith, you, 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 know, you need to do that, you know, get the word and uh, listen to the word. 
Yeah, go to bed listening to the way. I'm telling you that uh, you will wake up in the morning, you will be full of faith. Your heart will be full of faith. So it is the way that is able. The Bible says that it is able. Able meaning it can do it. It will do it. It will do it. And so it will do what? It will save your soul. The weight will save your soul. It will metamorphose your soul. Your soul will be transformed. Transformed, changed. And then uh, when you, uh, you look at it, you realize, oh, you know, things have changed. And maybe you need wisdom. Uh, you realize that you're struggling. Get the word on who you are in Christ. You know, there are messages on who we are in Christ. You know, get the word and listen to it you know, about the wisdom of God, about the mind of Christ. Listen to that. And as you listen to that, you, know, you wake up in the morning, you'll always know what you need to do next of the weight. It has just changed your mind. Now, a story is told, I think it's Kenneth Hagen, uh, if I remember when. Yeah, I read it. Uh, it's Kenneth Hagen, uh, who uh, talks about a child who was mentally retarded. Uh, prayed uh, for the child and uh, I think he told the, the, the parents to get them hear the weight, get the child to hear the weight, to hear the weight. And, and you know, the entrance of the weight just transformed the child. They just saw a change, you know, coming through in the child's life. That the child was, you know, his, his mind was uh, restored and well by the power of the word of God. So that's why I believe that there is no child of God really who should struggle. You know, struggle with your study, struggle. Really, that a child of God should, should uh, we should be doing better. Really, all the time, because we have the mind of Christ and we have the way that is able to save, to transform, to change our mind. Let the way change our mind. Amen? Yeah, and we'll find that we are more spiritual. Yeah, we are more spiritual because the way has just changed and is changing. Amen. Can you say this with me? Father God, I thank you for wisdom and understanding. I thank you, God, that I receive the word of God that is able to save my soul, to save my mind, save my understanding, save my emotions, save my will. The word of God it's able to do a work in my spirit.
Thank you, God. I believe, I confess that the weight, the entrance of the weight in my soul is able to change my soul, transform my soul, so that my soul may be better, may be greater, may be stronger all the time. I thank you, God. I will always treasure the word of God. I will always cherish the word of God in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.